Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Welcome to the Seven Nation Podcast here on YourPrepSports.com. I am Rob Howe, joined as always by Ryan Merkin from Your Prep Sports. It's uh, Wednesday, October the 13th, a little before 2 p.m. Central Time. Uh, I can feel it, Ryan. I don't have the same energy as I had last week, so I apologize in advance to you and the listeners. I'm wiped out. Yeah, it's 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 that time of year, isn't it, Rob? Yeah. I mean, for... We it's the calm before the storm for preps a little bit, but Rob and I were just talking about it um, before we, you know, before he hit the record button and it's, it's crossover time for guys like Rob. And, and there are, there are very few guys like that have as many irons in the fire as Rob does, who also does prep stuff, but for guys that do college and do it all, it's, it's crossover time, basketball media day. It's all kind of firing. So Rob's a busy guy. Yep, not too busy then to to have this podcast though, Ryan, because I know there's plenty to talk about in local uh, prep sports. And uh, I know we talked before we started recording that uh, we wanted to focus on cross country this week, conference meets this week. It's kind of really getting into, you know, the the really important time of year for those kids. And uh, the RVC meet was yesterday, and then uh, tomorrow uh, we dive into some more conference action. I was talking to to some friends of mine um, at, at the I, I did the Solon football game on Friday, and and it was so nice. I actually sat outside in the stands, and and some people I know were, were sitting next to me, and we were talking at halftime, Rob, and I was like, you know, it's that time of year where it you feel like it should be like the temperature should change, but it hasn't changed yet. It was like last week; it was still like you know, it was still shorts and t-shirt weather. Like we're sitting there at that game and it's, you feel like it's going to start getting cold at night, but it doesn't. For some reason, as soon as it flips to the postseason for, for cross country, these cross country kids, <laughs> like it'll be snowing in, in two weeks when we go to Fort, just watch. It'll be like windy and like 25 degrees. For some reason, that's like when you, when you live your life on the high school sports calendar, I feel like that's always when it flips is right around the postseason for, for cross country. But no, this is this is the time where you just start to see. I mean, look, it's like track. It's like some of these other sports where you really like everybody wants to be playing their best in basketball and in all those sports at the at the postseason at all levels. Like that's what everybody wants. But 
in, in the sports, like, you know, swimming and in the running sports, it's like you, you truly do train and then taper down to be yeah. you know, at your best at this time, um, which is interesting, but it, it, you're, you're seeing it now. I was out at kickers last night for the RVC meet, which they started going on Tuesdays, which I love because it, it enables me to, to hit another conference meet. And you can just see the excitement. It's like that recharge um, for the coaches and kids when it gets to this stretch, you know, now we go a week of conference, the week of districts, the week of state, and it, cause that's a sport that, that can kind of beat you down. I mean, it's hard, especially this year, there's been a lot of hard days to run with heat and hard days to train. And it, it's a long season because really in this day and age, all these kids train all summer uh, for the season and, and it can be hard. And then you kind of see that the, the excitement it's everybody's excited to get out there for the season to first get started. And then, you know, the end of September is tough. And then the start of October, and it was fun to be out there last night. Um, I'll hit on that first. Regina had a really good day, Rob, at, at what is just a loaded meet. I mean, that is for one A and two A, like small school conferences. And we've joked about this on the pod before mid Prairie girls are there. They're, they're, I mean, four-time defending state champions. They are just a loaded team. But the rest of that conference is really good, too. Monticello is really good. There's just Tipton's really, really good. I mean, Tipton girls were state runner-up last year. Um, it's just a really, really good meet. The Regina girls were fifth. Um, and, and, you know, talk to Chad Swope uh, afterwards, which I always love talking to Chad. Uh, I mean, talk about somebody that's always excited. For I said you can see the excitement goes up. Coach Swope is always excited. Um, for cross country, but he was thrilled with how his kids ran yesterday. Their girls were fifth, like I said, and just watch. Um, they run such an incredibly difficult schedule throughout the year, including that conference meet. They're, you know, they're one of the one A true one A schools in that conference. Um, they'll be fine. Um, they they host a state qualifier next week. They should win that or be really close to the top. I think I've looked looks at those just really briefly, Rob, and I think they'll probably win that. Uh, and they're going to be really, you know, they're third at state last year. They're going to be up there again in 1A. And the Regina boys, I mean, just a great story. Uh, you can read the story last night. Aiden O'Neill was a sophomore, was fourth, ran a great race. Uh, again, when you look at the individuals that Tipton has and that, you know, Bellevue has a really strong runner again. Um, but he ran great yesterday. And what that boys team has done from they were ninth at that event last year, you know, haven't been ranked in several years and they're, they're in the top 10 for a lot of this year. They're currently 12, but they're going to be a really, they're going to be a team to watch at the state meet as well. They're really running well. Um, they, they had a lot, lot of good performances yesterday. And you can, like I said, you can read more about that, but a great start to the conference week yesterday with, with uh, watching Regina, our area teams who had a great day. And, and then, you know, barring weather, um, Womack is tomorrow, and then the MVC divisionals are tomorrow as well. Uh, West hosts one out at Kickers. Uh, man, the, the guys at Kickers do such a phenomenal job, and I'm it's good that they do because we've gotten a lot of rain more today, obviously, but it was damp out there yesterday, and it was still just in phenomenal shape. I mean, like, like really, the kids said it ran really well. Um, but they've got another one scheduled for tomorrow, the MVC divisional that West is hosting. And then, you know, the, it, it's fun to work with guys like Craig Hugel. And, and obviously the whole MVC is filled with great athletic directors, but 
he's already sent me there. They have a contingency plan. If it's too wet or if we get more rain or if they can't do it tomorrow, um, they'll run that one Friday afternoon. Um, uh, if they, if, if it does no, if they're not able to run it, um, weather wise tomorrow. And I have that Rob, um, like I just mentioned it and I, I didn't write it down on paper, but I'm going to look at that right now. Um, cause Craig was kind enough to send that, send that to me, but they would run that, um, varsity races at 11 55 and 12 20 on Friday. If, if they're not able to run it tomorrow and tomorrow, excuse me, varsity races are 355 and, and 425 out there. So, um, that will be a good one. Um, there's going to be the, the previews for this, for these are all up on your prep sports. So you can check those out. We take a quick look at them, um, at each of these kind of, you know, break down the team races and everything, but, uh, that will be a good divisional that, that West is at, um, you know, Dubuque, Hempstead, Dubuque, senior West, um, among the really good programs. And then city high and, and Liberty are up at Cedar falls, um, in, you know, probably on both sides, the stronger of the two divisionals in the girls, uh, Prairie six, Linmar's 11th cities, 13 <laughs> Liberty's 18 and then Western Dubuque and, and uh, it's second in 3A and, and Wallard's 13 and 3A. So that's an incredibly good divisional too. They had the super meet last week, um, City High fifth, Liberty seventh, West sixth. So all three of our area girls teams should be in the mix in those divisional meets too. And then the boys meets are at the same places um, tomorrow as well. Alex McCain, um, I, I, if the state meet was tomorrow, um he's the favorite and i don't know that anything could happen rob between now and the statement that would change my mind on that um we've talked about him on here before he's incredibly talented but he has just run it i mean i saw him two weeks ago up at cedar rapids and you know he set the course record there he ran a 15 14 at the super meet i mean he is just on a on another level right now um and it, one of the few guys in the state that are close to that level um is ford washburn ford washburn's one of them i um, mean you know maybe can get to that level here in the next two weeks but he's been incredible as well uh city high junior um and so it's going to be a super exciting you know next couple of weeks for the for those teams uh, ford was runner up at the super meet last week uh in like 530 i think he was 529 high 529 so <laughs> that's an incredible time um, like I said, McCain has just been something really special here this whole season, but especially these last two weeks. Um, so Rob, I mean, we, we'll, we'll, we'll hit on this a little bit next week um, as we get as we look at state qualifiers and, and, the, and then before the state meet, but we've got multiple guys now that I think can compete, you know, for a state championship uh, with those two and, and teams as well. So I'm anxious, the divisionals, the super meet, I wasn't able to go, up in Waterloo a week from tomorrow, but um, that's a great meet. I'm excited to see how these divisionals shake out as well um, and just see what our area teams can do. The, the teams, um, you know, Liberty and West haven't really had their full complement of guys healthy all the time. So I'm kind of see, curious what they can do. And then the Walmack meet, I kind of glossed over that. Solon hosting the Walmack meet tomorrow. Again, a lot like the RBC meet, there's probably not a better – conference meet in the state for that size, kind of that three A group, super good. Again, Solon girls, uh, Williamsburg girls, Solon girls are trying to win it for the second year in a row. Um, 
it's been them in Williamsburg the last three years, Rob, that have been first and second. Williamsburg won it in 18 and 19. Solon was second. Solon won it last year. Williamsburg will be second. I, I think it'll be those two again. Um, Solon's a pretty big favorite there. Their depth, uh, they could have five in the top 10 probably tomorrow. Uh, they're so deep. I mean, they could have they could have all seven of their runners tomorrow in the top 20. Um, they're just really, really, really deep and in, in, have a, have talent with Emma Bach and Gracie Fetterspiel and Kayla Young. It's really talented kids at the top of that too. It's not like, just like they, you know, have depth. They're, they're front running uh, talent too. So, um, and, and Clear Creek girls, I mentioned the Regina boys making a big jump. The Clear Creek girls can make a huge jump from where they've been at in the past um, at Wamac meets. And then the boys meet should be really good too. Um, Marion's probably the favorite. They're really talented. They have a couple of really good talent, really talented runners and uh, Herb and Osgood. And Solon has, you know, two really good guys at the top with Britt Cobla and Gabe Hinman. Um, their, their next couple guys are going to have to be at their best probably tomorrow to, to win it the second straight year. They won it last year. Marion was second. Uh, Marion's probably the favorite, Rob, but that that's one where, you know, Mount Vernon, Lisbon won it in 17, Marion in 18, Clear Creek in 19, Solon in 20. So you've had a different champion the last four years. Um, so, I mean, CPU has been in that too. So that five teams in the top, you know, they've been first or second in the last four years. So uh, Mount Vernon, Lisbon's good again. Um, there's just Williamsburg is solid. There's a lot of good teams, um, you know, in, in a few places here or there could, that, that one's always been close. Clear Creek ran away with it in 2019 and won by like 40 points. But going back to 2017, it's been decided by eight points, one point, you know, eight points last year. So um, that's kind of a really quick breakdown. Again, there's more up on the site. Um, if you want to look at a little bit more in depth into those, um, our previews are out for those. And then, like I said, check out the story from RBC last night. But this is the time of year, Rob, um, and, and I, th I think we cover cross country a lot because we have such good cross country, but this is the time of year that the, we really kind of put it under the microscope, or I do, where I really kind of get into more. I'm digging back through races and comparing what people have done in the regular season and, and all that stuff, so it gets really fun. Um, it's a hard sport to kind of compare with different courses, et cetera, et cetera, but um, as long as I've been doing this in Eastern Iowa all the way back eight years now, I don't know that this area has ever had. Um, and, and that's a that's a pretty bold statement because when you think about what the City High Girls program has been um, for a long time, what the West High Girls program has been with with Coach Parker and um, you know Bailey Knock won a championship that I covered and they've just been incredible and and then. But I mean, when you look at it, boys and girls together, like I said, we, we have six teams that have the sport and they're all ranked, both boys and girls in the top 20 in their classes. Solon's one, you know, the Solon boys are five, um, you know, Ford Washburn, Alex McCain, Ashlyn Keeney, uh, Britt Kabbala, Gavin Zilliet at Clear Creek. I mean, we have as many kids that, that can push for state medals and as many teams as that can push to be on that podium in Fort Dodge in two weeks. Uh, as we've ever had, Rob. So it's certainly uh, an exciting time for, for cross country uh, in this area. And, and I mean, again, you're talking about with, with, you know, Alex McCain and Ford Washburn, and then you're talking about in, in Ashland Keeney. I mean, you're talking about some really elite, um, I mean, really elite runners competing at the best that they have. So if you're into, if you're into it, um, 
you know, we got, like I said, Solon's at home tomorrow. West is at home. Go check it out. Um, bunch of really talented kids competing. So, and, and like I said, you know, read the story on Regina too. They're at home for the state qualifier next week. Um, on Thursday, Solon's at home for their state qualifier next Wednesday. Um, you know, we have teams going to Pleasant Valley. Clear Creek goes over to Pella. So it's, it's that time of year, Rob, for cross country, but fun times. Yep, we can touch more on those, uh, those meets next week. Um, next week. And um, whether you're out there or not, you can find all the coverage on those meets on yourprepsports.com. So please check that out. Uh, flip over to volleyball for a bit here, Ryan. Um, some conference meets this week, matches, tournaments, or whatever they call them uh, these days. Uh, and then, you know, next week uh, begins the, uh, the postseason beyond conference meets. And, and I think summer Tuesday before we'll talk again on Wednesday. So maybe just kind of hit on that a little bit this week. And yeah. we'll get into more of that next week. Yep, Solon kicks it off for our area teams. They host Fort Madison in a 3A regional uh, quarter on next Tuesday. Um, but, man, the, everybody, all the conferences has gone, have gone to the pool play. Yeah. And then the, and then the, the um, pool play on one night and then kind of the bracket play on the next night. Um, so the bracket play for, for WAMAC is coming up on Thursday. Uh, Clear Creek will be in that. And then um, – the MVC wrapped it up last night. I'm glad you mentioned that, Rob. Kudos again to, to uh, excuse me, to Liberty High. Um, we have a we have a short ride up on that from them last night, but they went three and zero without dropping a set last night. They beat third ranked Cedar Falls. They beat number eight Kennedy. They sweep fourth ranked uh, Xavier. They are just you know Jeff Linder from the Gazette. I was following him on Twitter last night, and, and he had a you know, a great comment where he said, man, when they, when they can take it to another level that I'm paraphrasing, but they can take it to another level that other teams just can't, you know, can't match. Um, we talked about it at their home tournament and several other times, but they get on these stretches as they did last night and they're just, they're untouchable almost. So uh, they don't play, they don't play till the 21st. They have that buy. Um, first round by, so they'll host a semifinal, a five A regional semifinal. But they wrapped up the MV. They won the MVC regular season, went seven and zero, went three and zero against in the championship, you know, bracket last night. Finished the season ten and zero against MVC teams, thirty two and four, I think overall. So, and then you know, West had a good end to it. They hosted last night. Um, they they have three of those, um, and they they went two and one. Uh, City went one and two there. So. Uh, both those teams are top 15 teams as we get it going into the postseason too. So we'll talk a lot more volleyball Tuesday? next week. What's that? City and West play Tuesday next week. They they are both in the opposite or they're not in that. Um, they avoided that first round game. Okay. Um, so I have that here. So they are, uh, those games are the 21st too. So they're Thursday. Okay. Um, West gets Bettendorf. Uh, City High gets Southeast Polk. Um, and then Liberty will that get the winner sense. of – winner of Cedar Rapids, Washington, and Davenport North. So, yeah, I mean, there's always going to be one of those, or maybe two of those, Eastern Iowa to Central Iowa matchups in 5A, and I feel like one of my teams gets it every time. <laughs> at so. least this one's at City and not at South. <laughs> right, right. But I feel like, man, I feel like we have a lot of those. Every every sports writer probably feels like that too. <laughs> but, 
I feel like we get a lot of those. I get the so, idea. I get they're trying to balance out, you know, from a uh, at least what they perceive, spread out the, you know, make it the most competitive and give the teams that deserve the, the you know, the best draws, the best draws. I get why. Right. Right. Well, we'll have a we'll have a side pod next um, in two weeks after the football playoffs come out where you can listen to me and Rob discuss where I where I have to go for football playoff games. That should be entertaining. But <laughs> speaking of football, Ryan, let's finish up with that. Um, some uh, as you mentioned before, we started recruiting or recording recruiting's <laughs> on my head. Iowa had two commitments this week. Um, one for football and one for basketball. So that, that was another addition to my week. Um, so some more complaining there for me. I hopefully everybody appreciates that. Um, but yeah, West Branch and Regina start playoffs next week. Um, just kind of a different feel now with right. know, that smaller class going before the bigger classes. Right. And this, I, I say this on here all the time. There's all sorts of stuff that I don't know. Well, I mean, clearly, but that I, but that you would think I would know about formats and all these different things. I do know how the playoff, how football, I've read it a lot and I, I studied up on it before the season. So I do know how it works, but I, however, and I get paranoid about this sometimes too, Rob, but I think I've written a lot or at least maybe I've just said on the podcast, and this just kind of struck me like this weekend that I think I've been saying, I think I've been operating under the false pretense that class 1A, which Regina and West Branch are, have the top two teams in each district qualify, like the other, like 3A and 4A, which is what Solon and Liberty and Clear Creek are, when I knew that it's the, they still go with the top four um, district qualifiers to fill out the 32-team playoff in those smaller classes, where the other schools are 16. So it's just, if you're into this, I'm sure you've already read it. You know, I'm sure you already know, but 5A uses the RPI to determine all 16 playoff qualifiers, 4A and 3A. Um, you know, they still use the districts with, you know, 4A. There's, I think there's four quali- additional qualifiers, you know, determined by the RPI, et cetera, et cetera. And then those are 16 team fields. So they have two more weeks of regular season this Friday and next Friday. And then they start into that, um, you know, this, starting with for our area teams, 1A. Um, you know, ends the regular season this week. They start the playoffs next week, which is the 32-team field. So, again, you don't need me to explain that to you at this point. I was just basically saying that I think I've, even though I know it, I think I've been saying it wrong at times. But um, Regina and West Branch are in the playoffs. Um, you know, Reg, uh, Regina hosts Durant uh, on Friday. Um, Durant had a really good win at Minneapolis the other day. Nolan DeLong, who's an exceptionally talented junior running back, you know, really went off. I think he had like 270 yards, which 260 yards, which is going off, but he's done that a lot the last three years. It's kind of become um, almost commonplace for him to have those types of games. Um, he can really, he's really good, but Regina is so good defensively. Obviously you want to win going into the playoffs. That's a game that, that, I, that Regina should win. Um, the Wilton, Wilton West Branch game. I, I certainly think will, or I certainly think West Branch um, will win that. But that's one that I think is a big game for West Branch in a lot of ways. Um, you know, they 
they hung with Regina, um, you know, got eight points from their defense and, and lost that game 26 to eight. But boy, you feel a lot better if you're West Branch going into a playoff game. Um, you know, you win that you're second in your district, which helps, um, you know, helps with, with what, who you're going to get in the playoffs, you know, where you're going to go in the playoffs, et cetera. But you win that thing. You feel really good about where you're at, especially, I mean, you, you play well. We talked about it with Solon last week, Rob. And ironically, I talked to coach Stanton after that Solon game and they had all, he said almost word for word what we were saying, where he was like, you know, this week, we just really wanted to be sharp. We really wanted to keep their focus this week, et cetera. A lot of what me and you talked about. So we're, we're, we're right every once in a while. We're, not we're on it. Yeah, we're not complete idiots. <laughs> but I think that's the big thing for West Branch this week is not – I mean, I'm not talking about margin of victory here, mm-hmm. but if you feel like you play well in week seven um, and go into next week – or week eight, excuse me, you go into that, you feel like you play well, you feel like you're clean, you feel like you're focused, you feel like you're on top of some things, you put some good stuff on film. I mean, boy – it just gives you a real boost going into where going into next week of preparation when you start preparing for a game that following Friday, that from that point on, I mean, your season rides on every game and that's a, that's a tough situation to be in at any level. So uh, it is, I mean, people kind of overlook that that's, that's tough to prepare for games that, that, you know, could be your last game. So um, I think this is a big week for them in that regard. Um yeah, and then and and then so we'll we'll have an idea where those teams are at uh, as far as what they have in the playoffs um, Saturday, sometime on this coming Saturday. So those two get rolling with playoffs, and then you know the rest of our teams. Um, there's still some some stuff to figure out. Yep, and uh, we saw um, City High drop its first game. We talked last week and we previewed that game. The triple option got them, Ryan. It's, I've said, I mean, again, I said it last week and I can't remember exactly what I said. I, I, I thought West would probably, or excuse me, City High would go win that game. But we talked about, it. I mean, that's a semifinalist from a year ago with some really good individual players and a really well-coached team. But I know I've said either to you or on the pod or to somebody else, I've covered them enough. They've, they, they've played City and, and really West more um, these past six, seven years since I've been covering, you know, the high school sports on this side of the state And man, it is because even if you played them four years ago and the coaches saw it or the coach that most times, you know, varsity players generally play two years. If you haven't seen it, man, it is tough. I mean, it really is because it is just, and that's, I know I said this, don't worry too much about the Bettendorf. You know, they beat, Bettendorf 14, 13. There's, there's few teams in the state as prepared to play them every year than Bettendorf because there's the Bettendorf oh, kids play them every year for, you know what I mean? For, and they watch it, and, but it is, it's, it's tough, Rob. It's a tough prep. Um, it's just, it, they, when they get that thing rolling, they can make it look incredible. I mean, they threw one pass and they hit it for a, for a touchdown, um, but they're tough. And, and that's what makes them such a tough out in the playoffs. Uh, and they have good losses too. So, I thought City High would go win that game, but it didn't, you know, I, I didn't file it under upset of the century or anything like that. Like, that's a tough place to win against a tough team. So, you know, City High should bounce back these next two weeks. They have games they should definitely win. And kind of what I said about West Branch, too. If they come out and play the way that they're, you know, that they can play, they'll still feel really good. You know, I think they were eighth in the RPI this week. Um, so they're going to get a good spot. And they're going to be in a good spot going into the playoffs. I, I'm not the slightest bit worried about them. 
uh, you know, losing to what I think is a really good team. Yeah. And um, maybe it's good sometimes to get that loss in the regular season and kind of, who knows? I mean, there's nothing you can do. If you lose, you have to look at it that way, but maybe that's the way um, city high approaches, you know, Hey, look, you know, if we're not completely prepared, this is what might happen. We can see somebody in the playoffs who we don't know their system. And, and you know, the first thing that I thought, Rob, honestly, was it's not the straight up east west split that it, you know that it was right. 20 years ago, where you're you know you're guaranteed to have that, um, you know that in the in the play in the <clears throat> in the playoffs because you know. Is it PV saw Pleasant Valley, Ankeny? It was Pleasant Valley, Ankeny, Dowling, and Centennial. Or in, uh, it was Ankeny, Dowling, Pleasant Valley, and um, Southeast Polk, uh, you know, in the final four last year. So, and I can't recite the whole bracket, but so there's one kind of Eastern team. What, what I'm getting at is 5A is easily, easily the where we sit at right now, it's easily the most balanced that it's been that I can remember ever. I mean, you know, Southeast Polk blocks a field goal as time expires to beat Prairie last week, you know, by, by a point. Um, you have, so on this side of the state, you have Linmar, you have Prairie, you have Pleasant Valley, you have City High, you know, all it's Cedar Falls, Kennedy. So, I mean, just on this side of the state, you have, you know, what is that? Six teams where you could kind of jumble up, jumble them up, and you say who's the best. You know, Prairie beat Pleasant Valley, um, Linmar beat Pleasant Valley, Pleasant Valley beat City. You know, City hasn't played either of those two teams, but you, you know, you you see what I'm getting at. Cedar Falls beats Prairie. Kennedy's in that mix. Obviously, they're undefeated. They're the only undefeated team of the. You know, so what the first thing that I thought of though, Rob, is it's not inconceivable that they see them again was like my, was my first thought, honestly. Um, And how much it, again, you want to win that game. I'm not, I'm not going to say that at all. I mean, they want to be nine and oh, what all, all, everybody wants to be nine and oh, but I just seriously thought when I saw that score, I'm like, you know, it's not inconceivable that with the right draw, they see them again. West hadn't seen them in a couple of years and ran into them last year in the quarterfinals and, and had a, you know, I had a similar thing. It's just so different than what you normally see. Um, I know that a lot of coaches have probably played them and went back and watched the film and been like, man, if we can play them again in two weeks, I'd feel a lot better about it, you know? Yeah. So that was kind of one of my things is like, you could see them in the second round. I mean, they're, they're likely not going to get a, a regular season rematch, you know, in the first round, but it's like, you could see them in a quarter. I mean, you could see them in a semi probably. Yeah. I mean, theoretically. So that was, I don't know why that popped into my brain. Probably won't happen. But, you know, with this type of balance around here, would it surprise you if those were the last two teams, you know, or those were the two teams remaining on the east side of the state? Not at all. So I'm talking about a matchup now that we have have 40 minutes or whatever, an hour in a pod. I spend, you know, five minutes talking about a matchup that probably will never happen. But that's the way my brain works. When I saw that, I was like, and not even from a sense like, oh, I hope they get to play him again. But I just thought, like, man. I'm sure City hopes they get to play him again. Right. But I thought, man, they could they could play them again. You know, it's just I don't know why that kind of popped into my brain. But moving on, Rob. 
Yeah, I want to uh, I want to give you props, credit, pat you on the back for uh, your halfway home on the Liberty prediction of winning out, <laughs> and you had them beaten beaten on previous on previously unbeaten Fort Madison. Uh, did that last week, halfway to that uh, four in a row that you predicted a few weeks ago. Yeah, so Liberty people, you know. I'm on your, I'm on the bandwagon. I, I, again, but no, I, what's funny about you saying that Rob is I had kind of forgotten uh, cause I was all over that and I, and I did, I, I really thought that, I mean, I wasn't just throwing that out there. I looked at who they'd lost. I looked at who they had last left. I looked at this. I looked at the non-district schedules for Burlington and Fort Madison. And I was like, Hey, this is not only is it possible. I'm like, I think this is going to happen. Um, and it was just funny because, uh, I was at my kid's soccer game, soccer games all day on Saturday. Um, it was talked to some parents and, and a guy, a guy that I had talked to on Friday night at the Solon game had asked me about that. He, you know, listener of the pod. And I'd said, yeah, he was, so you really think they're going to go down there and win? I said, yeah. So I think if I was putting a line on it, I would say like Liberty by like seven. I go, I really do. I go, I think they're the better team. I go, I mean, I don't, he's like, so is it a huge upset? I said, no, it, it's an upset. I'm not disparaging Fort Madison. I mean, six and oh, yeah. is six and oh, and they have a good QB and, and you know, I, but I go, I just think Liberty, it, it's easy to, it's easy to, you know, oh, and two. Okay. They played a tough schedule. Oh, and three, but when you have a team that's oh, and five, it's easy to write them off. And they had just, and like I said, I've said this before, Rob, you look at the start of the year, would you have predicted it? I mean, City High had a lot of excitement, a new coaching staff, and some talent coming back. But they were a two-win team last year that, that Liberty beat. You know, Linmar was, a, I think, a two-win team last year. So you look at it and you're like, okay, you know, we've got City at home. We've got Linmar. You know, Western Dubuque will be pretty good. North Scott is a defending champ. That'll be really good. But you look at, you know, Clear Creek, obviously, you know, we saw them. They're, four, they're right around 500. They're four and five or four and four last year. You're like, ah, you know, tough schedule, but we could be two and three. And then boom, here, you know, Linmar and City have been ranked all year. You know, Clear Creek's having a great year. So it was kind of a perfect storm for them. But they've, to me, it was kind of how they responded in that Mount Pleasant game. Did they slog along and and win that, you know, 28-7? Or or did they come out and and just, you know, like, like they did? And you were there that night. And as soon as I saw the way that game played out, I knew without even watching it that those kids knew what they could do. I mean, they knew what was at stake the next three weeks. Great win for them. Um, and let's not discount. I mean, they were a playoff team a couple of years ago. They've had some really good wins in this short program history. Um, you know, two really good wins over city, but that's a huge win, Rob. That's a huge win. A ranked team ranked wins are ranked wins, especially when you've got a two hour bus ride or whatever that is, they go down there held them scoreless in the second half, win that game. And now, I mean, Burlington's not a pushover either. Uh, they're five and two. They're a good team. They have a really good back. Um, it's not, you know, this isn't going to be a 58 to zero game, I don't think. But again, I think they're, I think Liberty's the better team. I think they win Friday. I think they beat Burlington. And then they got to go to Clinton and basically take care of business. And they're a playoff team. And I've said it before, if they're clean these next two weeks and they win, and they feel good. I mean, you know, again, jumping the gun here, but I already did it once. I'll do it again. They probably avoid North Scott in the playoffs. Um, haven't played him in the regular season, but 
there's a lot of man, 4A. 4A is so good. I mean, they can end up like a Xavier or somebody like that, but I would not want to play Liberty in the postseason. Um, I think they're good. I think they're getting better. I think they're hitting their stride. I think they've figured some things out, but really just kudos to those kids because it's not easy to lose five games in a row and, and to keep to keep battling. So they've got a couple more left, but um, I, like you said, we're halfway there and I'd be, I'd be really excited for those kids and those, you know, that coaching staff, if they could win a couple more games and extend their season, that would be great. Yeah. Not easy to get off to an, you know, lose your first five games. And also the the loss to clear Creek was a, that was a, oh. uh, just ripped your heart out of your chest. It's tough to come back from that. So like you said, credit to, this program for being able to have show some resiliency and come back. Absolutely. And I mean, yeah, the, you lose that game to city, the team that you've beaten twice, you're, you're up for that. You think you can beat them. It goes, it really goes bad. Like you said, you've got, you know, you've got that clear Creek game in there when you, you kind of control the whole game. And again, obviously credit to clear Creek, but you kind of control the whole game and they've got back on the saddle and, and, you know, have a chance to, like I said, have a chance to extend your season. That's at this time of year, that's, that's, if you're in position to extend your season, that's where it all starts. And, and we'll, you know, we'll break down the other stuff later, but I, again, they're not going to have an easy one Friday. Burlington's a solid, a solid team, um, but that's a game they, they can win. That's a game they, they absolutely can win. And I think they will win. We will uh, we'll look back at that again uh, on the next podcast next week. Anything else you want to slide in here, Ryan? I know we kind of broke it up into the three sports this week because all yeah. are deserving. It would be nice to talk more about each, but we only have so much time on here. So everybody can yeah. check out yourprepsports.com for the, the great coverage, previews, game stories, meet coverage, match coverage, all that good stuff. That's what I was going to say. Obviously, we do this, and, and Rob and I like doing it, but Check the website, uh, MVC uh, Swimming and Diving this weekend as well at Kennedy. Um, and then I, I do want to mention um, uh, football-wise, so Clear Creek um, has, a really, has a really big one at home Friday against Pella. Uh, we'll have a reporter there. Football capsules will be out later this week. But uh, they had a tough one Friday at Xavier Rob. This, this Pella game really kind of – I'm not going to get into all the football playoff scenarios, et cetera. Um, I'll write some about that. Um, the picture will be more clear next week. It, well, and, for, but I mean, they can, they can basically es- essentially don't nobody come at me and tell me all, all the, you know, it's like, uh, it's like the go ahead, go baseball ahead. playoff scenarios at the end. I get it. I believe me. I've, I've already put time into this this week, but they can really put themselves in a good spot if they beat Pella this week. Um, essentially clinch a playoff berth and then uh, Solon can win the district if they win at Grinnell, which will be, we talked about that last week enough, but uh, talking to their coaches, you know, they kind of, um, they kind of agreed with, or they kind of backed up what I had already thought in that, you know, Grinnell's a solid team and that's going to be one of the, one of the better tests they've had, um, you know, this season and, and definitely in a, in a couple weeks. So that's one to keep an eye on. Uh, and then the, that that Clear Creek game, I, I think, will be man. The way Clear Creek plays, um, I, they'll probably win by one point. Rob would be my guess. I mean, they seem to win every game by one point, so I'm sure they would prefer to not win by one point. But I'm going to go out on a limb and say that they make a special teams play, they come from behind, and they win like 30. They haven't. I don't know. I think they've had a 35-34 and a 31-30. So we'll say 
maybe 30, 38, 37. I don't know. No, that that's a that's a big game in the area. Um, Liberty, big game, um, and, and so on, so on as well. So uh, another slate of really good games. And again, you know, two teams that are in. Um, you know, cities cities virtually in. We got a lot of teams playing to extend their extend their seasons, which is fun. Uh, so yeah, keep an eye on on the website for as we continue to break down and and keep you up to date on all that stuff. Yep, caps coming out. We'll have uh, coverage from the games and uh, all the cross country, all the volleyball, all that good stuff uh, on the site at yourprepsports.com. Uh, thanks for listening to the Seven Nation podcast this week, and uh, we'll be back next week uh, to talk with you again. Say goodbye, Ryan. Bye. Uh-